Hey guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you for checking this podcast out produced entirely by Anchor.fm. Guys, if you're interested in creating your own podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to do it. And the cool part, it's free. Anchor has all the tools to help you create, record, and edit a podcast directly from your phone or computer. They even handle the distribution, putting it out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other sites. What's really cool about Anchor, they even allow you to monetize your podcast Again, for free, you can generate income from your podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share with you what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the discount property investor way. Make sure you never miss an episode and download the Discount Property Investor app in Google Play or iTunes today. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. And we're marching. Hey, Mike. Hey, Dave. How are we doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm feeling good. I love recording these podcasts again. Uh, I love what we're doing with our business, dividing and conquering. We've got uh, another rental uh, property to talk about today. So again, I'm excited. I, I'm uh, super excited, Mike. Yeah, definitely. great day. I had my coffee this morning. Yeah, I'm I'm all wired up, man. I had man. a coffee with a couple extra shots of espresso. Oh, okay, okay. So, whew. Yeah, you're taking it to the next level there. Feeling huh? good. Feeling good today. <laughs> That's right. Well, welcome back, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining with us, joining us this morning. We have another rental uh, case study that we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. This one is 1632 Langholm. <laughs> this is a property Excuse here in North County, St. Louis, Missouri, that we bought. And we, yeah, this one you actually went out and uh, you were the one who bought it, weren't you? I was. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was actually one of our one of our field guys that we paid out on. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he teed it up. It was a it was a for sale by owner on Craigslist. He teed it up for me. I went out and closed it, and then uh, we decided we were going to wholesale it originally. And then we decided, hey, this is a decent property. Let's hold it as a rental. Let's put some money into it and get it fixed up, get a tenant in there, and hold it. So we ended up just paying him out a uh, small commission or finder's fee because he's not an agent Mm -hmm. uh to locate this property for us so 1632 langholm is the property we're going to change our format up just a little bit we're going to do estimated project uh repairs and budget and then we're going to do our video walkthrough and then we're going to come back at the end of the video and we're going to do an actual right which is that sound right right? yeah absolutely so the idea is this is what we actually do so before a project we look at all the numbers we look at the arv and we actually put the budget together so we have all this before we actually do the project. That's right. So you get to see the whole process. So we're going to give you the estimated, uh, what we estimated the project to cost and what we purchased it for, what we expected the ARV. Then we're going to walk through the property, show you the kind of the final result. And then we're going to go back and look at our actual numbers. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, again, let's jump into the uh, the estimated project. Yeah. Okay. So, so we paid what for this property, Mike? What, we what paid, was the purchase price? Well, again, sixty eight. You did the uh, you did the negotiation, right? So I did. it's been a while. Let's a look of at it. It was seventy nine thousand. Seventy nine. Okay. That's yeah. right. And then mm-hmm. we paid out our field guys. So we were all into it for about eighty two. Yep. So that was gave our, him a couple thousand mm-hmm. for locating it. Yeah. For us. So a purchase mm-hmm. price eighty two thousand, and that's pretty. That's a pretty high number for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is our, a four bedroom, two bath, and that's why. 
That's why. It's a big It'll house. rent for more. It's going to bring in more income. Therefore, it should appraise for more. Therefore, uh, all the numbers can be a little higher. So right. it's a big house. Four-bedroom, two-bath, two-car attached garage. Um, although the garage it is attached. You just have to walk outside, which kind of kind of a bummer on it. You do. and But, but it's, it's still, you know. Yeah, there's a nice little uh, patio in the back. And, again, if you put one of those, you know, $200, $400 pergolas from Lowe's, Home Depot. Right. I mean, it'd be it'll covered, make it, covered the it'll whole be covered. time. It'll be covered. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so true. it's, you know, that's up to the tenant. We didn't do that for them. Right, right. Again, if they but it is a big space. That's the main point, it's though. It's huge, Four man. bedroom, two and bath with a big, big uh, unfinished basement for storage. Uh, and it's a nice property, as you'll see here in just a minute when we do our walkthrough. So, right. But our property uh, was 79 paid a couple thousand out. So we're in it for about $82,000 um, just at purchase. And then we estimated how much for repairs, Mike. We put twelve thousand on the budget for this one. Okay, twelve thousand was the rehab to rental grade. And again, the reason is this was in really good shape. I mean, when you bought it, it wasn't. I mean, there's was no major repairs needed. Uh, mainly just paint and flooring is kind of what it is. Right, right. Uh, but what we, we again, we we really like to try to do as much as we can to spruce it up to get a good appraisal number out of it. Mm-hmm. So we're, we usually kind of go in with new appliances, or we'll update the bathrooms, or uh, paint the cabinet, just make it look uh, nice so we can get a good good appraisal right. number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of what we, we'd expected. So we expected to be all into it for that 82 plus 12. So we expected to be all into it around $94,000. Mm-hmm. And like Dave said, because this was a bigger house, we expected the ARV to be a bit higher because, again, this is up in the same area as mm-hmm. our previous two episodes but bigger, we talked about. Bigger houses are bigger house than the previous two episodes. Much nicer. And it's in a, a little bit nicer subdivision as well, mm-hmm. or a pocket of the subdivision with some nicer Yeah, it's houses. got a little bit bigger uh, bigger lot sizes, mm-hmm. too. Bigger lots, uh, bigger off, houses. Off main roads. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, so okay. we expected the ARV, the after repair value, to come in around $120,000. That was our expectation on this one. Mm-hmm. And again, we thought that uh, after the refi, we'd leave about $5,000 in this project. So, I mean, that was the plan from day one, is to leave a little bit of money in this one. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh, that was our plan. Let's take a look at how we did on the rehab. Yeah, let's take a look at our are... walkthrough, and then we'll come back afterwards, and we'll go through the actual numbers, guys. Mm-hmm. So, check us out. Thanks for we watching. We are at 1632 Langholm. This is a property that we picked up for, I believe, about fifty-seven or fifty-eight thousand, and our rehab budget on this particular property was fifteen thousand dollars. I've actually not been in the house since I bought it, so I'm looking at this stuff for the first time just with you guys here. So I'm going to have Mike, who's holding the camera, actually kind of help me a little bit no problem. with some of this stuff. But we came in and we painted the entire house and put in these new floors. Mike, what kind of flooring is this again? So this is a vinyl. It's a rubber-backed vinyl flooring. So it's not a peel-and-stick. No, it's not a peel-and-stick, so it clicks together a lot like... Every, most people are familiar with uh, Pergo, how the yeah. Pergo snaps together. Gotcha. So this has the same pattern on it, where it just kind of clicks together. So it just floats. Exactly, floating okay. floor. But it looks really nice. When we bought the house, there was some. There was a divide right here. There wasn't a wall. That had already been taken out. As you can see, at one point there was. But there was a divide. And there was carpet over here on this part of the house. And on this part of the house, there was pergo, I believe. Or never have a flooring. Yeah, it was so real. We just, we just said, screw it, we're gonna make it clean slates. We put in uh, this flooring throughout. The bedrooms have wood floors, which we'll get to in a minute, but those are actually original wood flooring. Uh, so the paint, the flooring, and the baseboards, the baseboards new. Uh, baseboards uh, looks they look like good. there's some new ones here. Yeah. yeah, so those look good. But the fact that everything's all fresh and clean looks awesome. 
Here is our kitchen. We got new appliances, as you can see here. Uh, stainless steel appliances. However, we did not touch the cabinets or the countertops in this particular scenario because it's in good condition. We didn't want to waste money. This is a rental property again, guys. You know, the, the idea of these rentals is to get them rent ready and in good condition for the least amount of money. The more money you spend, the longer it's going to take you to get it back. So we just decided, hey, we're going to leave these countertops in these cabinets until they don't work anymore, until they're busted or broken. So we kept them. Uh, we painted the doors, we painted the trim. That all looks good. We'll go downstairs last. Um, here is the bathroom. The bathroom has uh, got new flooring, new toilet, and new vanity. Also a new light fixture, but we didn't touch the tub. The tub was in really good condition, so we just kept it. Um, but you guys did replace the toilet, the vanity, the mirror, the light fixture, and the flooring. And it uh, looks really nice. Looks like a really nice bathroom. This will be our master bathroom, our bedroom here. So as you can see, these floors are a little different. So the flooring in the bedrooms was already wood, so there's really no reason to, to you know, put the other flooring down. We just had them refinished. They look really, really nice. Uh, I can't really squeeze in here. Actually, I can get in the shower. But this is our uh, master bedroom, uh, bathroom. As you can see, it's a smaller bathroom, but you guys did the same thing in here with the flooring, the toilet, and the vanity. And then it looks like you guys put in a new light fixture to the mirror's original, but that's a mirror's a mirror. Keep it. So that looks really good. A couple more bedrooms. As you can see, they put in new ceiling fans in all the bedrooms. This is a four bedroom house. This whole side of the house all consists of bedrooms. So flooring, paint, baseboards. These baseboards are original, you're right. And then a new fan, closets in the corner. So the fact that this is a two, two, or I'm sorry, four bedroom, two bath is really gonna help us out in getting higher rents. This is our fourth bedroom here. So the bedrooms are all pretty much the same. If we get ceiling fan, we refinished the floors, we painted the walls. What color is it? Agreeable gray? Agreeable gray. Agreeable gray. Um, in this house, we didn't have to worry about the windows because they already were pretty decent. So these are vinyl windows. Probably need to get a couple of blinds because these are a little damaged, but blinds are like three bucks a piece. So we'll just go grab a couple sets of blinds right now we're getting ready to get it rented out. And we will go from there. I think we're already marketing this property to be, to be rented. I think uh, we actually just got a tenant leased up. Did we? Uh, well, or they're gonna sign for about fourteen hundred. Okay, cool, cool. So let's go downstairs real quick. So our basement over here is awesome. It's super big. Well, you can see me, all right, but it's super big. Um, we didn't do anything down here. Not a single thing. Am I right on that, Mike? Correct. Yeah, we just cleaned. Oh, maybe this project. That's what I'm asking. But it's a big basement. It's wide open. The floors are already painted gray. The walls are white. If they were dirty, we probably would have just repainted them the exact same color they are now. But they're not. And it's open and clean, and there wasn't any clutter down here. In the event that there was, we'd probably haul it out. We'll probably have to haul some of the stuff out on the shelf over here before we rent it. Um, but it, it's in good condition. So as you can see here in the middle, we have our water heater and we have our HVAC. Both of them look good, not too old, dirty, or rusty. Which is usually what I look for in those items is old, dirty, and rusty. And over here we have our hookups for our washer and dryer. It's our 220 outlet line if we have a dryer. 
our water lines, and then our electrical panel. The panel we didn't touch. It had already had uh, updated uh, breakers. It doesn't have fuses and whatnot. So that's pretty much it over here, guys. I'll take a picture of the... All right, guys. So you just saw the walkthrough of 1632 Langholm. That is a rental project that uh, me and Mike were working on here. And uh, you'll notice that in the video, I hadn't uh, had my numbers right because mm -hmm. I hadn't been to the property in several months. Yep. So uh, I thought I bought that property for way less than I did, but it doesn't matter. No big Again, deal. It's because you didn't run comps on it. Again, we were just out there looking at the property. We were just out in the field that day. Yeah, right. it's kind of funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's amazing what you... Uh, you think you bought it for and what we actually did. But again, yeah. we knew it was a good deal. When, we, when we bought it. Right. right. So right. again, so here's the actual numbers is what we wanted to talk about after the video then. Yep, too. So absolutely. We talked about so what was the our estimated project. Mm -hmm. Then we we're going to show you what it is. Now we want to talk to you about uh, how we actually did on it. So Dave, right. you want to jump into those? Yeah, yeah. So what was the purchase again, Mike? Back the up on purchase the... was seventy nine thousand. Seventy nine thousand, right? And then we paid a couple thousand, mm -hmm. so it ended up being about eighty two, give or take. Um, and then, uh, so we had estimated uh, 12 to 15, as you notice in my Correct. video, I said 15. We actually spent about 18,000 on this uh, on this rehab. Um, so we went over a little bit, but, yeah, but not not a ton. Yeah, and part of that is the appliances. So I mean, we did brand oh, new true. stainless appliances, that's and then we updated point. the bathrooms. Like some of the stuff we probably could have cut, mm -hmm. but we really did. I think we did a nice. You know, job. but it helped our it helped our appraisal, which mm -hmm. we're getting to next year. So we spent 18. We had estimated 12 to 15, you know, so we were over just a little bit. Um, our actual all-in cost put us at about $100,000 because we had paid, uh, you know, mid-85s, eight, mid mid mm -hmm. call it, 80, 82, 82 83. Yep. We put 18 in it. So we were actually all in this project for about 100000 and some change, a little over 100000 We had an appraiser come out. It gave us a great appraisal. It appraised for one hundred and thirty thousand. Right, right, Mike. Right, and we had estimated again around one, I think nineteen or one twenty at right. the beginning. So we got we've been doing really good on our appraisals the last couple of case yeah. studies here. Mm -hmm. So our appraisal came back at one hundred and thirty thousand, uh, and the amount that we left in the loan was one oh four. So we actually walked away from this project uh, with four thousand. Is that right? Well, we Mike? could. Yeah. yeah. So again, this one is. Uh, I think it's still. Still uh, pending, right? Still right. pending, and our goal isn't to walk away with money. Our goal is our goal to, is to break even, basically. Right. Take all of our money out, and mm -hmm. if we have to leave a little bit in the project, we will. But these, this case study is a great example of how, you know, if you can get an eighty percent loan that is higher than what you have in the property, then you don't necessarily need to take that money out. So what we'll probably do is say, hey, you know, we don't need the one hundred four. We need. We need 100707 mm -hmm. That's, That's what we need a loan for, which That's is our exact, exact all-in <laughs> cost, um, you know, which may change a little with holding costs in the meantime. But sure. as of today, that's where we're at on this property, and that's what we're going to get a loan for. So we'll get all of our money back for the purchase, for the paying out of the field buyer, mm -hmm. for the rehab and the holding, and basically be in this property for, uh, you know, nothing, $0 out of pocket, 100% of our money back. A lot of sweat equity, though. A lot of and sweat equity, the, absolutely. That's, the, that's a great point, though. We spend a lot of time and energy over there working on this project. And then a the thing I would like to stress or really emphasize is the reason we're able to do this, guys, is because we're discount property investors, and that's what we want you that's guys to That's such a good well. point, guys. You can't do this paying retail. Right. It doesn't work that way. So Dave went out, and he negotiated a hell of a deal on this property. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, this this property appraised for 130000 so... Uh, he picked it up for around eighty. I mean, was our was our purchase right? Mm -hmm. And so, I remember this one. Now that we start talking about these numbers, the owner of the property owed eighty seven on it. So he actually brought like five or six thousand wow. to closing. 
Wow. Yeah. He brought some money to closing. Um, he owned it as a rental. So he obviously, in, in the long term, made money on oh, his project, sure. too. Oh, sure. Sure, good. But he had to come to closing with money uh, because my offer to him was lower than what he owed. And I just told him, I said, you know, I'd love to pay you what you owe, but as an investor, it's going to put me, you know, too, it's going to be too risky to try to get my money back after I rehab it and refinance it. And, and it was, here's where I need to be. And it was and, spot on. Too. And it was spot on. And he yeah. said, you know what? He said, I'm okay with that. I'm tired of dealing with it. I don't want to have to fix it up um, like you're going to do and re-rent it. I want to retire. He had some health issues. Mm -hmm. So he just said, cool, let's just let's do it. So he came yeah. to closing with some money. And, and, and I think another thing to really point out is the numbers on our rehab projects. I mean, we had estimated 12, I think, and we said we ended up putting, uh, what was it, 18, 18 into it. Mm -hmm. we, are, we are pretty good at being uh, frugal. So that's one of the skill sets that Bill, uh, or one of our other partners, has kind of helped me learn. Right. Is to really I get... probably would have spent 30 on the property for this <laughs> niche. <laughs> I don't I have seen, that trait, but that's why I'm not in that role, guys. That's, that's why right. I don't do that's that right. job. No, I've seen Mike's some, better at it than I've me. I've seen some so of Dave's projects. They, they look good. Divide and conquer, yeah. though. Right, absolutely. But that's a great point, though. We are frugal. Try right. to be frugal. And that and that really helps us. Because, again, if, if this homeowner had tried to rehab the property to get that amount, I mean, I'm guessing it's probably going to be 150% of our budget. I mean, he probably would have spent closer to $30,000 mm -hmm. to get to the same to do the, To do the same rehab right. that we did. Right. 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 So, again, I, I really think that that's uh, another thing to point out. And we can delve into some of those uh, ways to save money in upcoming videos as well. Yeah, that's a great, great point. So, but, yeah, guys, this is a good one. So, we, we bought it. We refinanced it. I'm sorry. We bought it. We rehabbed it. We, we rented it. And then we refinanced it. We got all of our money back. Or that will be coming back. Yeah, we'll get a we have a tenant back. in place who's paying the mortgage, and cash flows roughly three fifty mm -hmm. after we pay our management company, and that's kind of the goal we shoot for is between three and four hundred, um, after all expenses paid, which essentially is your net uh, slash cash flow, which is you know, mm -hmm. that's what's left over after all the bills are paid. Uh, taxes, insurance, management, maintenance, vacancy, all that good stuff. So it's funny because these projects take, and again, we're again we're very frugal, but we're also very efficient. So we come in and we do these projects in six weeks or less is really our time frame. Yeah. Uh, again, I think an average person is going to take a little bit longer than that, especially mm -hmm. if it's a one-man crew. Um, but the, the other thing, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, the, the point of, of that is that the, the longer it takes you to do the project, the more expensive it's going to be as well. More holding costs. With the holding costs. Mm -hmm. So it's another way that we keep the cost down. It's extremely yeah, important. Yeah, do it, do it fast, yeah. you know. And you got to think if it's uh, if it's your money and it's not borrowed money, you have opportunity cost on that money, mm -hmm. you know, because you could be using it for other projects or lending it out or investing it elsewhere. So good. But good I point, love Mike. I love these rentals. This is this is what uh, again it really excites me to be building this passive income again in three fifty a month. We're not getting rich on it. And as you guys know, we've talked about it. we got partners three fifty divided by four. It ain't a lot of money, mm -mm. but we're again. If we do two or three a month, uh, we start getting up to speed. It quickly adds up, and we're marching up to a hundred properties. So that's kind of our goal, and we're going to keep keep talking about these as we go. All right, guys, thanks for joining us today. Unless Dave, you had anything else to add? No, that's it, guys. This is a good one. So we've done three rental projects at this point that we're doing case studies on. Mike and I are determined to continue to put out these awesome case studies for you guys. Rentals, uh, we're going to have some rehabs coming up soon, even some wholesale case studies, all of the above. Well, and in the courses, I think we'll add some before and after walkthroughs too. Yeah. So you'll see some of those, and you Absolutely. really will have to sit down and watch those to see right. you know, exactly what we're doing. 
So cool, guys. Thanks right. for watching. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth. I don't know about you, but the best way to get a motivated seller to sell you a property is to get them on the phone, right? You got to get them on the phone so you can get their email to send them an offer. You got to get them on the phone so you can get information about the property, maybe even get them on the phone to set the appointments. So you can go meet them if you're doing this locally. Regardless, you have to get them on the phone. So the only way to go about getting a motivated seller on the phone is to have them call you by doing various types of marketing or you can call them, right? So in order to call these motivated sellers or these people that you are essentially assuming have motivation when you're doing your cold calling or your cold texting is to first skip trace these individuals and get information on how to reach them, like phone numbers and email addresses. I personally use batch skip tracing. It is the most affordable service that has the best quality data that I have found. Um, every single time I've tested it, which has been probably about a dozen. So I highly recommend batchskiptracing.com, guys, if you are interested in skip tracing. Use code DAVE, D-A-V-E, to get 20% off your skip tracing. It's a huge discount, 20% off. Basically, one in five skip traces is free with that code. Go check it out. It's where I do all of my skip tracing. And we're basically doing, you know, 10 plus deals every month consistently at this point, about five to six years in, in my wholesaling business. We probably use this service weekly at this point. So go check them out. Batch skip tracing. Use code Dave, D-A-V-E. That's going to save you 20% on your skip tracing.